It's been said that writers are readers, and readers are learners. I read 33 books in 2019. So what did I learn? That's next on 41 Strong. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of 41 Strong Podcast. Chuck Tate here in the White Cash Studios, downtown Peoria, Illinois. I'm ready for the blizzard that is showing up here in central Illinois a little bit later on this morning. And I'm so happy that I get to be with you wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, those who are listening and watching live, those who are listening later via iTunes, perhaps you are on a run or on the treadmill, sitting in your couch, maybe just sitting in your car or driving in your car. I am glad to be talking to you today. 41 Strong is a podcast that delivers encouraging scriptures and stories to help people hold on and stand strong. For more information about 41 Strong and the number 41 in general, you can go to my website, chuckytate.com. You can go to 41willcome.com, or you can find my book, 41 Will Come, on Amazon. There's also a free seven-day reading plan available via Uversion Bible app. More than 10,000 people have already completed the plan, so I want to encourage you to take advantage of that. That'll give you a good taste on what the book is all about. So speaking of books... We're going to talk a lot about books today, episode 157. I'm going to share 33 books that I read in 2019. Writers are readers, and I'm a writer, therefore I need to read, and readers are lear or learners are readers. So if you love to read, then you love to learn. And I've, I've learned a whole lot over the last few years. I think in 2018, I read 41 books. In fact, we did a podcast about those 41 books. And then last year, I read 33 books. Now, in 2020, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, kind of um, lagging behind a little bit from the last previous two years. I'm getting ready to start book four today. Um, but for our podcast, I want to share the 33 books that I read last year in 2019. And I'm just going to give you a little bit of an overview, kind of share what I thought. Um, some of you might want to read um, a number of these on the list, or maybe there's one or two that jump out on you, depending on what kind of season you're in. Um, that's, that's, that's up to you. Um, I just uh, love to read, and most of the books that I read in the last two years have been via Audible. So I don't know if you are into Audible books, but man, I love them. Uh, I would not be able to read as much as I have without technology. Because with an Audible book, you can read while you're walking, while you're running, while you're in your car, on the treadmill, folded laundry. That means you can read a whole lot more than you could than sitting down with an open book. However, I still enjoy sitting down with an open book. I like to highlight. I like to write notes. And even with Audible, I bookmark and I go back and I type stuff out later. All right, so let's get into it. My list of books I read in 2019. So the, the very first book that I read um, last year was the story of the 
um, plane that went down in the Andes Mountains. I'm not for sure if you've ever seen the movie Alive, but there was a character in the movie named Nando, all right, a real-life person named Nando, who was portrayed or played by actor Ethan Hawke. So if, you, if you've seen the movie Alive, if you haven't seen the movie, it's a great, great movie um, about triumph. And I wanted to I wanted to read the story. I've seen the movie Alive several times, but I wanted to read this miracle account from Nando himself. So it's called Miracle in the Andes, 72 Days on the Mountain, My Long Trek Home. All right, and it's by Nando Parado, and it is so good. Um, man, I loved it. So you can just watch the movie alive, you'll get more information about it, and then you can read the story, and, and there's so much more information in the book um, than is able to be shown in the movie. And I especially enjoyed when Nando and one of the other guys from this rugby team, when they left their base on the mountain to climb, to scale a mountain to get hope. That was my favorite part of the story. It's so um, miraculous that they that they survived. So I'm not going to um, tell you anything else. Just go check it out, all right? So that's called Miracle in the Andes. That was the, the first book that I read in 2019. Now, the second book that I, I read was Spirit-Filled Jesus by by Mark Driscoll. I've read a lot of books by Mark Driscoll, and he is a pastor in Phoenix and went through a, a whole lot, and when he lost a church in Seattle, and God's restored him, and and um, I, I still love him, and I love his books. He has so much to offer. So um, in Spirit-Filled Jesus, the whole premise of that book was living in the power of the Spirit, and let me just read a couple things. Um, so when Jesus needed help, he went to the helper, the helper as in the Holy Spirit. So the question that Mark asked is, where do we go? So if Jesus needed help from the Holy Spirit, we absolutely need help from the Holy Spirit. And if we're a follower of Christ, if we are a Christian, then the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. So here's some things that he covers in Spirit-filled Jesus. Um, he talks about maintaining emotional health even during hardship. So if you're struggling right now, bam, that'd be good. He talks about redeeming your relationships with friends and family, enemies, how we can be perfected through suffering. Suffering is part of our Christian walk. It's part of life. He talks about forgiving others just like Jesus forgave us. I was a little bit convicted um, with that, just so you know. And then he talks about defeating the demonic with five God-given weapons. It's Spirit-Filled Jesus by Mark Driscoll. Check it out, all right? All right, so the next book, and I'm, I'm, I'm sharing all these books in the order that I read them, okay? Um, the next book that I read is called Irresistible. It's by Andy Stanley, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. This book shook me a little bit. I, I like Andy Stanley. Um, I still like Andy Stanley. He he makes one statement. If you want to understand how the Bible was written, this is a great book, and it's all about the hero of the Bible, who is Jesus. You know, and I I, I love how there have been more archaeological discoveries to validate Scripture than any book in history. But um, there's one thing that, that and one statement that Andy makes that rubs me the wrong way, and that statement is this. He said something along the lines that the Old Testament is um, only can, should only be used for inspiration, not 
application. All right, and I disagree with that big time, but I still love the book. And if you have unchurched friends and unsafe friends that call the Bible into question, especially um, some of the stuff in the Old Testament when when God kills people, I mean, how do you how do you respond to that when you have um, somebody who says, "Well, if God's a God of love, then why did?" people in the Old Testament get murdered, and um, he does a great job of, of, of explaining that, um, probably unlike anybody uh, um, I've read or heard, so it's definitely good. I just have a little, I just feel like um, there's so much that we can't apply from the Old Testament, you know, again, that's just, but check it out, check it out for yourself, I'm going to stop talking about it, I want to, I want to move on, we got a lot of books to cover, all right, but that's Irresistible by Andy Stanley, and um, I love Andy's voice to the church, and you can learn a lot from him, but um, it's a little uncomfortable with a couple things, all right? So then what else? Number four, um, the fourth book I read was called um, Between Heaven and Hell by, by David A.R. White, and um, so yeah, between, or not Between Heaven and Hell, <laughs> Between Heaven and Hollywood by David A.R. White, and this is... Um, David's story of, of, of making it in Hollywood. There's a great story about Burt Reynolds in this book. And I was just was fascinated with, with his story, with his testimony, with his, with his journey. Um, you might not know, but um, White has starred in um, more than 25 movies. He pro- he's produced 40 films. Um, 41 will come for him. I know that. Um, maybe the story of 41 will come. I don't know. All right, David, if you're listening, okay, hey, help me out. Right. So, um, but <laughs> anyway, um, he is the producer of the film, the blockbuster Christian film series "God's Not Dead." He's the managing partner of, of Pure Flix Movies, and it's his, it's his story, and it's entertaining, it's fascinating. I loved it. So um, it's an easy read and just a fun read. So um, if that's what you're into, especially if you're into Christian film, Christian movies, then check out um, "Between Heaven and Hollywood" by David. A.R. White. All right, the next book that I read was, um, let me pull it up here. I have a copy of it here in the studio, Chasing Daylight by Erwin McManus. Erwin McManus right now is, um, man, probably my favorite author right along there with Mark Batterson. And um, one of my very, very favorite communicators. I can't say enough about Erwin McManus. Um, I read uh, the previous year, The Last Arrow, read it twice. It inspired a four-week sermon series at Rock Church. So this is... This was written before The Last Arrow, but still um, got so much out of it. So let me just tell you um, a little bit um, about it here so you can um, check it out and be inspired. You're going to be inspired by anything you read by, by Irwin. But um, really, here are some of the things covered in this book. Um, taking initiative, accepting uncertainty, stewarding influence, embracing risk. Oh, I just love when Irwin starts talking about taking risk. Um, continuing to advance forward, not retreating, moving forward, creating impact, moving in obedience, and awakening potential. I mean, that's good stuff, right? Check it out, Chasing Daylight by Erwin McManus. All right, then the next book that I read um, was called Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. So um, I recommend this book if you're a writer. 
all right? I'm working on my second book right now, and I, I've hit some life challenges, and I've been, man, lugging, you know, just kind of, man, procrastinating, um, not even intentionally. I've just had a hard time getting traction with where I'm at in life with my, my wife who's ill, and, and I'm leading the church and kids and, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, but I did read two books about writing. I read um, Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. I learned a lot about writing as a craft and some of the things I mean one of my biggest takeaways is she keeps in index cards in her purse in her car in her house everywhere she goes she keeps index cards with her and anytime she has a story a thought something that would be good in a book she writes it down and she has this pile of index cards that she goes through um, another um, great um, little um, tidbit that she shares is taking the time to write down your life story. So when you're, when you're writing, just write back every memory you can think of. Every, this will take a long time, but if you work on it, just spend a few minutes every day writing down every memory, as far back as you can remember. Then you have a catalog of your life story. So then when you go to write your book, you can pull things from that catalog. And then you can take different little inspiring notes from those index cards, and you can catalog those and put them um, into your writing. So those were two um, huge takeaways for me from the book Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. Now, the second book that I read about writing, Don't Freak Out on Me, was by Stephen King, all right? I don't, I don't like horror. I don't think Christians should watch horror movies. That is, that's my opinion based on a few scriptures, like God has not given us a spirit of fear, all right? That's a whole other podcast. However, his book about writing is fascinating, he is one of the best. I may not like the content in his horror books, but he is arguably one of the very best writers of our generation. And his book is called On Writing by Stephen King. It's how he made it, how he made it big, how he produced his first manuscript. It's his life story. And um, man, I learned so much about, about writing to take away um, from him is he he writes every single day for four hours every no matter what and he writes in his basement he says no wi-fi no no phone get rid of all your distractions and sit and just write for four hours every day i mean um there's some really good takeaways from stephen king about writing all right so those were two books about writing the the eighth book that i read last year was a classic. I had never read it. I had heard about it, but I had never read it before. The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. Um, it's a classic. You can Google it. Check it out. It's, it's a little bit of satire, satire, some humor. There's this demon named Wormwood, and um, it's just, it, it basically, it is a story of, of letters um, from a demon regarding his role to stop Christians. And um, that's the perspective. So good stuff, classic. C.S. Lewis, can't go wrong there. Um, the ninth book I read was On the Court with LeBron. Um, LeBron James by Matt Christopher. I read this book because my son read it. Anytime my kids are reading a book for school, I read the same book. So I read it along with my son. And um, even though his favorite player is Steph Curry, he had already read that one. So this year he chose to read it, or last year chose to read about LeBron James. And um, 
And then this year he's already read about KD. But um, I love LeBron, and the whole organization of Lakers has been shaken by the death of Kobe Bryant. But this, this book tells the story of LeBron James. So entertaining if you're a basketball fan. The 10th book that I read in 2019, The Way of the Warrior, another book by Erwin McManus. This is all about having inner peace and winning that battle within. It's called The Way of the Warrior. Can't say enough about Erwin. Go check it out. The, the 11th book I read is called Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry, another classic by Mildred D. Taylor. I read this because my daughter had to read it for school, so I read it with her. I enjoyed it. I loved it. Um, it, it talks about racism, and um, it's just a great, entertaining book. And if you do the audible version, I think you'll really like the characters, and the narration is phenomenal. Just um, It's a production. It's excellent. Again, that's Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry by Mildred Taylor. The 12th book I read, I actually have a copy of it here, is um, Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and John Townsend. Of course, this is a, a classic and really couldn't have come at a better time in my life. I needed to learn to say no, all right, and to set some boundaries to protect myself and to protect my family as a pastor. I'm always pulled in multiple directions, but with my wife down for the count right now as she is battling some, some illness, and I am getting my daughter to driver's ed every day by 7 in the morning, getting my son to school and taking them. My son plays basketball for two basketball teams. My, my daughter is a cheerleader for a JV basketball and varsity basketball team in high school. And there's practices and there's games and there's church activities. And I am all over the place. I pretty much live in my car right now. So I needed this book. So if you need to learn how to say no and you need to establish some boundaries in your life, check out the classic, all right, Boundaries. The 13th book that I read, um, Scary Close by Donald Miller. I really enjoy Donald Miller. I listened to his podcast um, last year. Um, the previous year, I read the book, um, um, another book, or actually two or three books by, by Donald Miller. Um, the Story Brand, a great book by Donald Miller. But um, Scary Close is, a, is, is the story of, of, of when he finally said, you know what, I'm tired of um, living for other people. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to be who God created me to be. And, um, and it's an inspiring read. Again, Scary Close by Donald Miller. Then um, the next book that I read, um, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Now, um, this book, I normally um, don't read books with profanity. I'm just, I'm not into that. I don't usually watch any rated R movies. Um, the Word of God is clear about don't let any unwholesome talk come from your mouth. And I know garbage in, garbage out. So I'm very careful what I feed myself. I use Philippians 4.8 as a filter. Whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, honorable, anything that's excellent or praise, really think upon those things. All right now, this book is the story of a Navy SEAL, David Goggins. And this dude is a beast. And I love to run, throw up my back in August, fell off the wagon, haven't been running since. I need to. This book really helps you to be able to push through any kind of pain, whether it's physical or emotional, to be who you're supposed to be, all right? And I don't believe David Goggins is, is a Christian, but I learned about 
being tough and tenacious and pushing through. This dude is one of the baddest to the bone dudes I have ever read about, all right? It's his story, and sometimes it's, it's brutal. Some of the things that he encountered from his dad, and um, his dad was just a, a jerk, and it just makes me sad for how many kids out there who um, are being raised in homes with parents are just jerks. But this dude made it, all right? And we can make it. And so if you need, if you need that, then check out his life story, Can't Hurt Me, by David Goggins. But just be prepared. Um, there's some language in it. All right, Tribes by Seth Godin. That's the 15th book. And this is kind of a classic. And, um, you know, uh, maybe because it's dated, I thought I would get more out of it than I did. I mean, Seth Godin's awesome. And um, this is, especially if you're a writer who needs to, or, you know, or somebody who's building a platform and you need to find out who your tribe is, surround yourself with, with a tribe that your, your audience, then, um, then check that out, that out um, by Seth Godin. Um, the 16th book I read, Free to Focus, by Michael Hyatt. Um, we're all busy, and we all need more time, and Michael Hyatt is a pro at showing us how we have more time than we think. And he has a plan that will help you be free to focus, all right? The next book I read, um, Crushing by T.D. Jakes. Dang, this is a good book. This inspired um, a sermon. If you're being crushed by life, you need to read Crushing by T.D. Jakes. That's all I'm going to say. Just read it. If you're crushed or you have been crushed and you are trying to get out of the fetal position, then read Crushing by T.D. Jakes. Another book I read, number 18, Optimisfits by Ben Corson. Um, you, this is a unique book. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up here on my computer just so I can give you the definition of Optimisfits here. This is by Ben Corson. And Optimisfit is his own word. It's not in the dictionary. It's a noun. And it means a nonconformist, an adventurer, a person who lives with wild abandon, childlike wonder, and unapologetic optimism. This is a feel-good book with a slew of really short chapters. I love short chapters because, man, I read a chapter, bam, I feel like I could check that off the box. I go in my next chapter, bam, I read another chapter. This is going to make you feel better about life, all right? In my last podcast, um, episode 156, I talked about looking at life through a lens of optimism, all right? If that resonated with you, then you need to read Ben Corson's book, Optimisfits, so good, all right? The 19th book that I read is called I Declare War by Levi Lusco, another author, another speaker who I, I love. This is a great book about mental health, all right? Winning the battle within your own mind, probably the best book that I've ever read on mental health. It's called I Declare War. It's by Levi Lusco. It inspired um, a sermon. I'm going to wrap up my podcast with this one today because I'm just out of, out of time. So we're going to pick this up next week, and I will finish the list of books that I read. But um, in, in this book, I Declare War, Levi shares four keys to winning the battle with your, within yourself. And those keys are this. You've got to think like a wolf. All right, you got to speak like a wolf, you got to act like a wolf, and you need to fight like a wolf. And he unpacks 
all that. Let me just give you one quote. He says, your daily activity should come from your new identity. Man, that's good stuff right there, right? So he also said, if Jesus is Lord of your life, then he needs to be Lord of your lips too. Bam, so good. I Declare War by Levi Lusco. That was the 19th book I read in 2019, but I am out of time. So next week will be podcast episode 158, and I will, reshare, I will share the rest of the books. Again, I read 33 books in 2019. I've just shared 19 today on episode 157. So we'll look at um, books 20 through 33. So we've got 13 books left to talk about. We'll talk about them next week on 41 Strong. All right, for my producer, Mike Sable, I'm Chuck Tate. Thanks for watching and listening today. We'll see you next week. Go read a book. PeoriaLife.com.